Perfect. What is good, Sixers Nation, man? Welcome on in. Big news today, man. Big, big news. The huge domino has fallen. James Harden agreeing to a contract extension. He's also taking a pay cut. Oh, yeah, baby. He wants to win. We are going to break it all down, man. We will discuss the contract details, get into what it means for this team, and most importantly, talk about what's next, man. Let's go. You are tuning into Philly Take with RB, man. Hit that like button, subscribe for more content, and be sure to ring that bell so you don't miss any of the videos or live streams here on the channel. Welcome on in hope everybody's doing well man saturday afternoon evening sixers just got done a summer league game they got blown away in the fourth but isaiah joe is a bucket we may talk about that a little bit as well and as always we will get to your phone calls later on in the show once again welcome on in everybody philly take with rb i'm rb hit that like button for me subscribe to the channel we're on the road to 24k hit that notification bell so you don't miss any of the content and do me a favor, guys. Follow us on Instagram at Philly Take with RB. We're growing over there. Follow me on Twitter at RB Philly Take if you want to connect, talk about more behind the scenes. And uh, if you want to support the channel, drop a super chat, join the channel membership. Shout out to all our members in the building. Stand up. Let me see those emojis, man. Appreciate everybody being in here. Venmo, Cash App, all those links as well down below in the description hit that thumbs up we need to get into it man i was out yesterday i was doing my thing enjoying myself of course the perfect time for big breaking news to drop pertaining to the sixers but hey man we're here we're here to talk about it and we have to break it down man and i'm excited to hear what everybody else thinks but this just in as of yesterday the philadelphia 76ers and James Harden have finally agreed to a contract extension. As Sham says here, James Harden is taking a $15 million pay cut for next season that allowed Philadelphia to elevate their roster with sole focus on a championship run in 2023. Harden opted out of his $47 million player option and now plans to sign a new two-year deal with a player option in year two. Man, this is huge. This is huge. More on this from Shams. He says, everybody around Harden has understood the focus on his workout regimen this offseason and a championship goal for 2022-23. His close relationships with those around the organization, including Michael Rubin and Daryl Morey, played a major role in trust between the two sides and even more onto that. If you were just watching the summer league game, they literally went sideline to, to Chris Haynes talking about this because he was on the phone. Daryl Morey was sitting front row. They were trying to get Daryl Morey to iron out some contract details while he's watching a summer league game. But per Kyle Newbeck, Chris Haynes said on the broadcast just now, 
that he got off the phone with Harden's business manager, Lorenzo McLeod, and that the deal is being finalized. It's a collaborative process between James, Lorenzo, Michael Rubin, and Daryl Morey. Essentially what this means is that it is going to get done. It means this is going to get done, guys. James Harden will be back, and it worked out the best way possible. Hear me out, ladies and gentlemen. Hear me out, ladies and gentlemen. This was my immediate thought yesterday on Twitter. Once again, follow me at RB Philly Take. This is insane, man. After James Harden had a disappointing playoff performance, he's been back in the gym working day by day, and he has now made the ultimate decision to put his team first. That is a guy we must get behind. That is a guy we will get behind that Philly will love. Okay, let me break it down for you a little bit more. I mean, this is this is something, man. This is something. Number one, James Harden came out immediately after that playoff loss that eliminated us from the series against the Heat, and he said, I'm going to do what I can, you know, to make this team better, to allow them to get better, and he didn't have to do that. That's not his job, but he knows. He took accountability, right? It's so refreshing compared to what has happened in the past. James Harden came out. He acknowledged, okay, I didn't play up to my par. I didn't play up to the level I needed to. I didn't do what I needed to to help this team be in the best position possible. And what does he do? He goes out and he takes a $15 million pay cut. Let me break this down for you real quick. He had a $47 million player option. And months ago, people were saying, oh, he's going to get a four-year contract. He's going to get a five-year contract. I told you the whole time that was never feasible based on how he looked it looked like he was on a bit of a uh, of a decline. And to be honest, you know, he was also injured. So, you know, now he has a full off season of regimen to go through and get his body back to the right uh, caliber it needs to be by the time we get the next season. But but even more the even more than that, James Harden made a selfless decision to help the team. There were so many talks before about this guy not being the guy who wants to win. Right, He was the distraction. He was the problem child in Brooklyn and Houston. No, no. He just proved to you he wants to win. This was a selfless decision because he takes a two-year contract. And this was the other thing. After people got past the point of it being a max contract, you know, everybody was saying, well, he's going to get a three-year contract. He's going to get more guaranteed money down the line, this, this, and that. So, you know, he's not really doing much. Well, that's wrong. He took a two-year contract. This is the best possible way it could have worked out for the Philadelphia 76ers. And the reason for that is because, you know, he can opt out next year. It's a player option in the second year. He can literally opt out (laughs) and, and be a free agent. Now, maybe he plays up the par and he plays really good and he wants a max next year or he wants more money. Okay, we'll talk about it when we get there. But this is the the least liability on the Sixers end. Because essentially, you know, I mean, it seems likely that James Harden, I'm not, I'm not going to speak too far into the future here, but Harden will probably opt out next year. So essentially, he could have had $47 million this year and renegotiated next year, but he took $32 million roughly so that the Sixers could go out and get the likes of P.J. Tucker, could get the likes of Daniel House, can now go out and even get more. Guys, I thought that he was going to take about a 10 to $11 million pay cut And James Harden took a $15 million pay cut. He wants to win. He's done everything in his career. He's one of the greatest scorers. He's done this, done that. The only thing he hasn't done is win. 
And while everybody counted him out and said he was selfish and he didn't like this and that, he made the selfless move. And that is a guy that Philadelphia will get behind, throw all the slander away. Okay. We got to hope he comes back and, and prays healthy. Okay. But, but nonetheless, right now, this off season has worked out perfectly for Daryl Morey and the Philadelphia 76ers. There's no better route that this could have gone. And I think it shows a lot about the character of James Harden, man. This is huge. This is absolutely huge. Two-year contract, not even a three-year. I thought it would be two years with a third-year option. This is great, the way that this worked out for the Philadelphia 76ers, man. I mean, this is huge. This is huge. And the fact that he took $15 million on the cut now means that the Sixers still have roughly 4 to $5 million under the tax apron because we're, we're hard-capped due to using the non-tax mid-level on P.J. Tucker, so we can't exceed that $157 million. Now we have roughly 4 to $5 million more in space. So we can either sign a couple vet minimums, right? We talked about a guy like Markeith Morris yesterday. We could even go out and make a trade and bring back $5 million more in cap space. I mean, this is, this is the best way it could have worked out and James Harden made the best decision for his team. Daryl Morey has his trust, and everything is working the best that it can right now. Everything is working the best way possible right now, man, and I'm happy about it. A little more on this. Austin Krell, as I just stated, says that they can fill out the roster with minimums or make a trade that takes back approximately five more than they send out to stay under that hard cap. And... um how about this stat, man? I didn't even know this till yesterday, but I, I was just sitting there reflecting, thinking, I'm like, wow, man. Joel Embiid has only had one teammate that ever averaged more than 20 points per game. Harden still averaged 20 points per game, even though he didn't look as good last year. And uh, this is awesome, man. This is awesome. He's back. He's back. And now he has a full offseason. Once again, we saw the video of him working with Sam Cassell, Tyrese Maxey. We've seen all these videos of him doing cardio in the gym. And now he gets to run it back and, uh, and try to get healthy, man. This is a great contract. This is a great contract, man. We're going to go into a little more and read an article by Kyle Newbeck. He does great work. We'll, we'll break this down a little bit more. Shout out to everybody in here, man. 150 in the chat. Hit the thumbs up button for your boy. Be sure to subscribe to the channel, man. Ring the bell. We'll get to the callers in a little bit. I want to hear how Sixers Nation is feeling about this James Harden contract because this was the biggest domino, right? This is what we were waiting to see, you know, to see really where we were at with the cap situation. And Harden made the best move possible, really, both for himself and for the Philadelphia 76ers. And really, he's betting on himself. He's betting on himself, saying that, okay, I'm going to come back. And that's more motivation for him. He's saying, I'm going to come back and have a monster season. I'm going to go earn a big contract next year. And that's fine if he plays well. And the Sixers are trying to make that push and get to the third round, get to the finals. We haven't done it. And this is our best shot to do it. This is our best shot to do it. This is huge, man. This is huge. Shouts to everybody in the chat, man. I want to hear what what, what the people are thinking, man. We're going to break this down a little bit more. Like I said, if you want to call into the show, 508 924 Three, seven, eight, four. Give me your thoughts. How do we feel about the James Harden contract, man? I mean, this is huge. This is huge. I honestly, it, it caught me by surprise. The fact that 
James Harden only took a two-year deal with a second-year player option. And, and, you know, maybe a little bit changes, but like they said, it's getting ironed out. It is essentially all but done. They were confident about this. They have planned this out for weeks. It ha- it's not just something right off of, of impulse, right off the bat. No, this has been planned for weeks, okay? This has been planned for weeks. They knew P.J. Tucker was going to be a sixer. They knew they could go out and get some more of the Rockets, guys. This was perfect, man. This was perfect. And I'm happy about it, man. I'm happy about it. This is the best way it could have worked. And I just think the whole notion and all of the things that were said about James Harden need to really be evaluated because this guy just made a really, really selfless decision. I mean, he did not have to take a $15 million pay cut, but he's trying to make the team better. And, and I'll tell you one more thing about this. James Harden, say he sticks around for the second year, right? Say he plays the two years. Guess what the Sixers are going to have in 2024? Uh, that's right, a ton of cap space because Tobias Harris has two more years on his deal. So that'll be up in 2024, and James Harden's contract would be up in 2024. So think about that. The Sixers could have a ton of cap space around Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey if things go awry. I mean, this is, I'm telling you, this is the best way that this could have worked out. This is the best way, and I feel so much better. Right now, in my opinion, the Sixers get probably an A for this offseason so far based on what they had to their limit, based on where they were at with flexibility. And I, I think we've upgraded the roster. I don't know if we're ready to win the championship this year. I, I think we have a shot. We added a couple of those guys. We may need another piece or two. Maybe we go out and sign a couple vet minimums. But right now, the Sixers upgraded their roster, and it was a collective effort. And I'm happy about it, man. I'm very happy about it. Shout out to Top Shot with the $5 Super Chat. Much appreciated. It says, Raps fan here. Good move. Saving the money with Harden. Since you gave PJ the full mid-level at 37, y'all are definitely all in. Where do you think KD ends up? Appreciate that, and I agree. Um, we're going all in this next year or two. That is the push. Uh, as for KD, I really don't know. I really don't know. There's limits as to where he can be traded. There's, you know constraints on, on just certain things due to Ben Simmons and Kyrie. Like, I don't know. I, I, I don't think that he's going to make it mend with the Brooklyn Nets. A lot of people seem to think he's going to go back to Brooklyn and, and be that guy and things will be fine. I don't know. I don't think that's going to happen. I think eventually a breakup will happen. If I had to guess, it would be Phoenix somehow, some way, but they don't seem to be wanting to budge either. And Katie's really going to dictate where he wants to go. So I know that you're, you said you're a Raptors fan. He might end up in Toronto if they want to give up a young prospect like a Scotty Barnes. But again, it, it doesn't seem that people are willing to give things up. You have to give to get. It's going to be a massive haul, especially after the Rudy Gobert trade. And, you know, it's going to be tough to maneuver, man. It really is. It really is. But shout out to everybody in the chat, man. Once again, call in 508-924-3784. We'll get to the phones in just a few minutes. We need to discuss more on this James Harden thing. Let's break it down, okay? So shout out to uh, Kyle Newbeck, who dropped a great article, breaking it all down as he always does. Talked about Harden and, and taking the pay cut. And he says a $15 million pay cut would put Harden in the neighborhood of the $32 million this year, which is in line with some of the rumors that have floated up 
but is still more of a significant downgrade in pay beyond that, as we discussed. And like he says, it would leave us roughly $4 million under the cap apron, which again, we would be able to go out, make some other minor improvements with vet minimums, maybe go out and make a, a minor trade, right? Thibel's name's still up in the air, so who knows? But he says, uh, one-in-one structure give bo- gives both Harden and the Sixers an opportunity to run this back for a year and see where they're at. If Harden returns to form next season, it leaves him with a chance to opt out again next summer and chase long-term security on a bigger deal, whether that's in Philly or somewhere else. So really, you know, again, I feel like it benefits both parties. I really do. I feel like it benefits both parties. For the Sixers, a one-in-one deal would add some short-term stress if Harden has eyes on the exit, but it also puts them in a spot where their worst-case scenario is paying Harden for the next two seasons and heading into the summer of 2024 with both James Harden and Tobias Harris contracts off the books and gobs of cap space at their disposal to build a better group around Joel Embiid. So, I mean, you know, a lot of people thought we were going to be locked in. They thought we were going to be locked in for, for three, four, five years with with James Harden and, and we're not we're not so very interesting man very interesting had Harden simply decided to take the 47 million and change that was his right to claim the Sixers would have had fewer avenues to improve the basketball team at a bare minimum their path to getting better would have at least been more complicated as it stands Harden pay cut has allowed them to dangle the non-taxpayer mid-level in the marketplace, not to mention the biannual exception, the first domino of that decision came in the form of P.J. Tucker, who the Sixers would likely not have been able to sign if not for Harden's decision. And the same can be said about the Daniel House Jr. reunion. So essentially, once again, James Harden allowed the Sixers to go and get these former Rockets, these other players, because if you think about it, if he would have taken that $47 million, like, we would have been constrained, man, in every single way. There was nothing we could do. There was nothing more we could do, man. Just a great, great value deal for both teams. Kyle says it should be said that whatever short-term sacrifice he's making financially comes secondary to what he has left to offer on the floor, max money or not. The reason a pay dip is meaningful is the Sixers have committed to an immediate future of Embiid and Harden leading the way for the franchise and Tyrese Maxey in a giant supporting role, who, by the way, Tyrese Maxey will end up getting his paycheck as well. Just wait on that, man. In the case of Embiid, we can see clear as day that he can deliver an MVP caliber basketball on a semi-regular basis. Harden reaching that sort of level at all is not exactly a given. He goes on to talk about the team. Um... And one thing I really like that he said in this article, um, where was it at? Um, a player who can average 21-7 and 10 and a half, who noticeably removed from their peak, a player who can manage that while actively making life easier for the team's best player is a guy you want on the team who is worth a good chunk of money. Exactly. We don't need him to be Houston Harden. We don't need that guy. We need him to be the sidekick. We need Joel, and we need Tyrese to make this third-year jump. Maxi, I expect nothing less. With the way that Maxi was able to improve in year two, imagine what he's going to be able to do in year three. He's very young. We need to give him the keys to the to the car, man. 
we need to let him, you know, put the keys in the ignition, man, because Tyrese is going to be very good, and Harden just needs the fit. He needs the fit. And I like where Kyle says here, he must buy further in as a catch-and-shoot option, commit harder on the defensive end, and find ways to maintain or improve his effectiveness as he builds up more reps with his Philadelphia teammates. For whatever excitement or concern you have about Philadelphia's offseason moves up to this point, it is ultimately still up to Embiid and Harden to be the franchise driving forces. I cannot echo that anymore. Just well done by Kyle Newbeck. I agree 100%. This team will go as far as Joel Embiid and James Harden will take them. This, this team will go as far as they stay healthy and as far as they're 100% in the playoffs, playing good basketball at the right time. But this move right here, if they are healthy, if they are playing their best ball, this could have just made the entire difference because you go and get a, a guy who's been on a championship team like P.J. Tucker, who has experience with James Harden. You get Daniel House. is a big move for both sides, and the Sixers don't have that long-term liability of James Harden. And in 2024, they could be free of both Harden's money and Tobias's money. Just a great deal uh, working out for both sides here, man. I, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm impressed, you know. I was never fully out on Harden. I mean, I said after the season that he needed to play better. He knows he didn't play as good as he needed to. I still think there were things bothering him. Now he has a full off season, like his trainer said, to really go through and, you know, get healthy and be that guy and be that sidekick and get better, like Kyle said, on the catch and shoot and just playing off ball, you know, being there as a mentor for Tyrese Maxey. But, man, I, I think that, uh, I think so far, based on what we have had, based on where we are at, I think Daryl Morey's had a great, great offseason, man. Great offseason. MG Nas, what's going on, man? Uh, it's your boy says, y'all need pre-hamstring injury hardened with the Nets. Yeah, we need him to get healthy, man. We need him to be that guy. We need him to be a guy who can play consistently and a guy who's going to be available and can understand his role. The way that he looked the first few games with Joel Embiid, we need that. But we don't need him to put up 40 a night. We just need him to be that efficient player in all aspects, man. In all aspects, man. Let's go to the phones, man. Again, if you want to call into the show, give me some thoughts. How do you guys feel? Are you happy? Are you pissed with this Harden contract? Let me know, man. 508-924-3784. Let's go to the phones and get some thoughts on the James Harden deal. Let's go to the uh, the 281. Who do we have on the line? What's good? Oh, this is Drew. Um, actually from Houston. I called into your, your collab show with uh, DJ Eastwood a couple days ago. What's up, Drew? How you and feeling? So, um, yeah, so... I think one of the biggest things that probably to be looking at with his contract is not that it's just that he's taking less money as a pay cut, but that the fact that it's two years tells you that he's expecting a, a big bounce back season this year, James Harden, because there's no way he couldn't have gotten at least three, maybe four years. Now it wouldn't have been max money, but it would have been longer term and guaranteed money. But he's expecting probably to have a huge season this year and probably sign for more years down the line. Yeah, absolutely. Which means he's going to be going all in on this season. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that motivation is going to be huge for this team, right? Because like you just said, 
You know, he's he wants to have a big bounce back here. That's going to make the team better. That's going to hopefully push us over that hump. Um, and you know, he's really playing for another contract, so that's that's more motivation on him. And I think that'll be a good thing. Exactly, and the Sixers also like it, it, it's everything's in their favor right now. Like if he actually balls out, y'all could get to the finals. Y'all could win a ship this year. But also, like you, you're you're also prepared for the future, no matter what. It's it's a it's a win win. There's no yep. loss in this deal. Yep, I agree, hundred percent, man. I agree. Appreciate the call. Um, let's see, someone in the chat says uh, PJ Tucker and House weren't good moves. Overpay them. See, I, I again. It's been like this all off season. It usually is. There's a bunch of Sixers fans that that complain, and they, you know, I think they look at just they look at it through a, a you know, a bottle, right? Like a bottleneck. They they don't put everything into perspective. Like when you look at the free agent market, and you look at where this team was at, and you look at what we needed, there weren't many options available. And Daryl Morey went out and he got one of the best options on the free agent market, a guy who he is familiar with. And then he goes out and is able to make a couple more moves because of James Harden being selfless here and making a team-friendly decision. So my, my response is to those people is, like, what else were we supposed to do? Bradley Beal stayed in Washington. All right, Zach Levine stayed in Chicago. Everybody wants these big stars. There were none. There were none. We're not getting Kevin Durant. That's not realistic. And I don't want Kyrie Irving. So what, what else do you want to do? You have to make the, the marginal improvements around the rest of your team. And P.J. Tucker is a guy that has now won a championship. He out-hustled our entire team at the age of 37. In a playoff series, he clamped up James Harden. I don't understand the constant complaint. This has been an A offseason for Daryl Morey. He is slowly but surely cleaning up the mess that he has inherited. And I just, I don't, I don't get the complaints, man. I don't, I don't. Riaz with the $5 super chat. Appreciate that, man. Says, who would you want to see us add to the bench? Morris, Mantras, Harold, Mello. Love the show as always. Riaz, really appreciate that, man. Um, yeah, now we have the ability to maybe bring in a, a vet's minimum or two. Markeith Morris apparently wants to play for the Sixers. If you saw the video yesterday. Uh, all those guys, you know, maybe just another vet to bring in, maybe another dog, another culture changer, just another guy like that to maybe give some minutes to and give a shot. Obviously, we want to get younger, more athletic, but but I, f- I feel like people forget this sometimes. We're also in championship mode. We're trying to win. We're trying to win next year, the year after. If not, we're going to see some significant changes. So even though we want to get quicker and more athletic and all this stuff, we want to win. We want to win, man. So, you know, I, I think we've had a great offseason. I think we've had a great offseason, man. Let's go back to the phones. My guy, the OG, Seth M. Rose on the line. Seth, what's going on, man? RB, man, what's going on, brother? How you up, been going? I'm doing good, man. How you feeling? I'm good, good, man. Does everything sound good in the stream? Everything's, everything's good, man. All right, all right. Uh, so I wanted to ask about... I know you were one that was believing me in, in uh, Isaiah Joe as well. Mm. I've been talking about this kid before he even came out, man. I mean, I just love his hustle. Mm-hmm. I love his instinct on defense. 
I think you put this kid puts on 10 to 15 pounds, and then over the next two years, I think he yeah. can really be a solid role player for us at the least. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, no, you're absolutely right. And um, that that game that he just had was very impressive, by the way. Oh, dude, I mean, it's just something we've been talking about for a long time, and it's just, you know, good to see it finally bear some fruits and make us look like we actually know a little bit about <laughs> what we're talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, he just had, you know, a 24-point game or whatever it was, and he just looks more confident as he goes. He's a third-year player. If you're the Sixers and you're looking at a guy who I believe, like we talked about before, you know, he brings an element we don't really have much of, right? He's able to move off the ball, and his shot looks even better, and he's just he's getting more consistent, um, and he can do it on both sides, and we loved him coming out of the draft a couple years ago. I mean, he's a guy that has to get some run, right? I mean, he looks good. He looks good, and, and I we got to give him a shot, man. I mean, let me tell you something. On any other team, maybe in the NBA, bro, I think that he gets play, man. I'm going to be real. I think it's just because of Doc that he don't get play. And, you know, it's funny because last year, I honestly thought in the beginning of the, of the season, I don't know if you remember, when Doc Dot was sick or whatever, and we had, uh, you know, Dan Burke, and mm. he went off for a few games. And I thought, all right, dude, listen, Doc's going to have to pull him now when he gets back, right? He has to. And, of course, it never happened. As soon as Doc got back, he put him right back on the bench behind Dork Miles. Yeah. But I called this kid Mighty Joe Young for a reason, bro. Not only because dude. I love that movie from back in the day with the big gorilla, <laughs> but this kid can play basketball. Yeah. Be, I'm telling you, bro. Yeah. he can play ball. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, and you know, it, I, I don't feel it was fair. I know he struggled a little bit last season when, when Doc did come back. But, you know, you got to give him consistent minutes, man. He's a young player. He needs to, you know, get his feet wet. And he needs to have a chance, man. And I feel like in his opportunities, he's at least shown us a little bit of something. And right now, as a third-year player, I mean, he's taking it to another level. I mean, he's looking good. He's learning to put it on the floor more. Um, people keep talking about, you know, who's going to make the 15-man roster. I mean, I think he's earned a spot. I really do. You know, he looks good. Yeah, I agree, dude. I agree. And I think just having that three-year experience alone, you know, being in the D League, playing a little in the NBA, obviously some of the plays it every year. But I think he docks. He, at this point, he's a fourth-year player in my book. Like, you got to put this kid in. You got to give him the opportunities. It's the same with Paul Reed. Um, I know it's not going to happen with Bassey, but I really hope it does because I'm telling you, I'm going to keep telling everybody, I think he gives a backup to do on beat. Yeah. You give this kid opportunity, dude, even at his size now and his skill set just right now. That's not in two years or three years online. I think he can be okay. Yeah. But now he can play. Yeah, he's going to have so, to. We just need to get his guys you do. Yep, absolutely, man. Hey, Seth, appreciate the call, man. You already know, man. You take it easy. I'll talk Thank to you. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Shout out to Mr. Roddy Poo with the $5 Super Chat. It says, keep up the work, RB. Majority of the negativity that comes from this fan base are the casuals, box score watchers galore. <laughs> I just don't understand like how people can be frustrated with the fact that we've gotten better and we addressed a couple of the needs that were glaring, especially after that playoff series, things that have held us back. We've had guys that aren't really the toughest Right, we, we haven't had a couple of those players, and P.J. Tucker absolutely represents that. He act, like That's his mojo. That's who he is. I don't get how we can be frustrated about that, man. I don't, I don't understand. And, you know, if we wanted to draft the guy, sure, I wanted to draft the guy. But, again, you're, you're taking a chance on a prospect. We went out and got a guy who has a few years in the league, has some experience, and has shown some upside in D'Anthony Melton. And I feel that, you know, 
I feel like we're trying to get more experience on this team. And that's exactly the route that we need to go. But that's just my opinion, man. Just my opinion. J-Abs member for seven months says we still have one problem, and that's Matisse Thibel. Well, I don't know if that's the only one, but uh, that is the truth. You know, what are we going to do with Matisse Thibel now that we have, you know, four, roughly $4 million under the tax apron? Could we go out and make a trade, try to bring back another player with more experience? We might keep Thibel, but the thing is, he needs to show up. He needs to be that guy, and he needs to knock down the shots, man. I mean, Thibel needs to get in his rhythm, all right? We can't go a month or two into this season. As much as I love Thibel, we can't go a month or two into this season and have Thibel not taking any shots. You know, we can't have that, especially if, you know, we want to be on a championship level. And we have those expectations. And that's my thing with Doc Rivers, man. You know, I get why they brought him back, but you have to give some of these other cats a chance. For example, an Isaiah Joe who's willing to take those shots. Maybe he's not the biggest guy, right? Maybe he's a little bit too scrawny and maybe he has things to work on. But from what I'm seeing right now, he's willing to take some shots. He's willing to do something to give us another element that we need off the bench. And we certainly need that. We certainly need that. Eric says, what were the other options? Yeah, exactly, man. Look, call him to the show. Look, we respect everybody's opinions, man. We're here to talk, debate, discuss all that stuff. You know, I, I've been doing all these shows. I have not had one person who's been frustrated with the moves call into the show and give me a better, a better alternative as to what we should have done. Once again, like we, you know, people complain about the moves, but I mean, this team got better. Like, what, what were the other options? So, we'll have to wait and see, man. Mr. Roddy Poo says Dante was commanding 15 mil in the market, decided to take less to play with Golden State. Yeah, I think he got like 8 million or 9 million. There was no way we were getting DiVincenzo. I like DiVincenzo, but uh, I don't, there was no way we were getting him. We couldn't afford him. So, anyway, I, I, I still think we're cleaning up this mess. I think we're doing what we can. And, um, you know, I'm happy with where we're at, man. I'm happy with where we're at. And I think we just got to keep it going, man. I think we got to keep it going. But man, a $15 million pay cut, I'm telling you, man, it, it is a, uh, it's a game changer. And again, not having that third, fourth, fifth year option guaranteed. Now, again, if James Harden comes back next year, he's betting on himself. Say he has a monster year and he looks like that old Harden. Well, maybe we're, we're at least thinking about giving him an extension. But even if not, you know, the free agency class of 2024, we can go out and upgrade. We can do our thing, man. We can get better. And that's what we need to focus on. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting. But I think right now, when I look at how this offseason has transpired, I think we've done everything that we can so far to get better. To get better. Charles in the chat says, PJ Tucker is the biggest addition we needed. Exactly. Exactly. It's everything that we asked for as fans. That's everything we asked for. Shooting, toughness, guy can play some perimeter defense. I mean, that's all we asked for. And that's where we're at. 
Philly Jackson says, I'll keep Thibault for his defense and hope that his offense can improve. Well, we got to hope it does. We have to hope it does, man. Shout out to Shazy in the chat channel member. Appreciate all the members, man. Says, I don't see why Doc won't give the young players more minutes. The vets we have suck. Why not just get the young dudes better? Um, He's going to have to play some of the young guys, man. Bassey, Reed, Isaiah, Joe. Now, are those players that will you know, will get consistent minutes in an NBA Finals? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is that he's going to have to play some of them guys. Just where we're at, based on our depth. I don't know if we're ready to win the chip, but we got better than last year. And we've been to the second round twice. Game six, game seven, we've been there. We've been there. We're trying to get over the hump, man. And James Harden very much helped us out with that. And I just want to see what he looks like. I want to see what he looks like with a full offseason to train. Because obviously he hasn't looked the same since the hamstring injury. So we got to get it done, man. We got to get something done. We got to get farther than before. I feel like this is a must season for that. Like you can't go down in the second round again, man. You got to make it happen. 250 in the chat, guys. We don't even have 100 likes. Hit that thumbs up button. We're pumping out the content, video streams, covering everything you need to know regarding the team, man. Shout out to everybody in here. Call into the show if you want to give some thoughts about anything, man. About anything. 508-924-3784. Call into the show. How do we feel about Harden's contract extension? I'm ecstatic about it. I think it was the best way that this thing could have worked out. I think it's the best way that this thing could have worked out. I really don't see a better route than to have a two-year extension with a second-year player option. So, I think it's great. I think it's great. Shout out to uh, Seth Rowe in the chat. Membership for 18 months. As always, thanks for having me on. Stay up. Of course, man. Of course. Shout out to all the callers that continuously call in. Give some great thoughts, man. It's always a good time, man. It's always a good time. Always a good time, man. Mr. Man says, we already have way more toughness. Reed will play and more. He's making sure we're going to be good. Look at it objectively. I think we're going to be better, man. I think we're going to be better because we, we've gotten younger. We've gotten more athletic and we have more toughness. And I know everybody wants to paint the picture that, oh, he's, you know, we're building the Rockets and we're, we're you know, prototyping what they had in Houston. But, hey, man, that team got far. That team got far. And they were essentially a Chris Paul injury away from being over the top and beating the best team of all time. So you take some of those guys, you take Joel Embiid, Tyrese Maxey. I'm telling you guys, man, if you, especially if you follow the Instagram page at Philly take with RB, we've been posting a ton of Tyrese Maxey clips. He looks like he got stronger. He looks like he got bigger. He looks like he's been working on his entire bag, man. The mid-range, the dribble moves, man, like just everything in his arsenal is just improving. And he went, you know, to being the, the third best shooter from deep in the entire league in the second year. When do you see things like that? He's going to be good, man. I'm telling you. 
I'm telling you, he's going to be good. Mr. Roddy Poo with the $5 super chat. Appreciate it, man. He says, I don't know where this Dante DiVincenzo love is coming from. The guy is injury prone. I swear we have reckless casuals uh, in the fan base. I like DiVincenzo, man. I don't, I don't think he was worth what he got. Um, I think he'll be a quality role player, but I would much rather take a guy like PJ Tucker, at least for this team, based on the needs and based on where we're at. So uh, personally, I think the way we made out was great. And I think we're having a great offseason. I mean, I can't be mad at it. Right? I mean, we, we picked up a couple quality players. And that's kind of where we're at, man. I think James Harden trusts Daryl Morey. I think he trusts Daryl Morey. I think he has his full belief based on those two being together before, based on the fact Daryl Morey literally left it all on the line to go acquire a player like James Harden. He, he kept his foot down, right? He kept his, he kept to his word. He said, I'm not trading 2-5 for nothing. I'm waiting for James Harden or, or a player like that. And he got it done. He got it done. He waited. He stuck to his word, and, and he did it. So we'll see, man. Sean Quigg with the $5 Super Chat. Great channel member. What's up, Sean? It says Ruben is the Sixers' secret weapon, and now that he's not an owner anymore, no tampering ever. I don't even know what tampering is anymore, man. I don't know what tampering is anymore because I feel like we knew from day one that P.J. Tucker was going to be a Sixer, and, and we got it done. But you're right, man, especially after that party in the Hamptons, man. Especially after that party, it was over. It was over with. And, uh, you know, just seems that... that we're pulling strings, man. We're getting things done. Daryl Morey, and I've said this since he came here as GM, like there are not many more people in the NBA that I would want in charge of my team than Daryl Morey. The guy makes things happen. He gets his guys. He gets his names. And he will not sit on his hands. Daryl Morey is also hungry, by the way. We talked about James Harden. We talked about Joel Embiid wanting a championship. Daryl Morey was very close. He was very, very close. He wants this as well. He wants this as well, man. So we got to make it happen. We got to make it happen. My guy Seth Rowe in the chat with the $10 super chat. Yes, sir. Show my man some love. Shout out to all, all 300 up in the chat. Unannounced Saturday live stream. Had to talk about the news, man. And it's great. It's great. Seth with the $10 Super Chats. His guest will tell him one last time, RB Mori is a janitor. He's cleaning up what was left from the last regime, and he's done a spectacular job doing so, so far. Give it time. Y'all heard him, man. Y'all heard him. Give it time, man. He cleaned up the Al Horford mess. Got Danny Green. Cleaned up Josh Richardson. Got Seth Curry. Cleaned up Ben Simmons. Got James Harden. Give it time, man. He will make this happen. In fact, everybody wanted Kyle Lowry a couple years ago. He said no. He stood on his ground and did not trade Tyrese Maxey. Imagine how that would have worked out. Daryl Morey, I mean, he's done a pretty good job. He's done a pretty good job. And I only expect it to continue, man. I expect it to continue. So I agree. Carlos Rosado with the $5 Super Chat says, RB Salute, heard Pat Bev will be bought out. What do you think of him unless we already used up our money? 
well, it depends what he would, you know, demand. Might be a little bit too much, but um, Pat Bev, the player, I would love Pat Bev. It would be another dog, another another culture changer on this team. And, um, I mean, I don't really see the Utah Jazz having a point for him. I don't really see them having that purpose, but, you know, if they decide to, to part with Pat Bev, who knows? If we could find a way to get him, sure. Pat Bev is a dog. And I think his impact was severely underrated. I don't think the Timberwolves should have parted with him, along with half their team and five draft picks, but they did. And that's how business works. But Pat Bev, man, I've been calling for Pat Bev for years. I would love him in Philadelphia. Philadelphia would love him. They would love him. So, yeah, man, I'm happy. I'm happy to see what happens. But I think we have made the improvements. I think we've done what we can, man. We opened up the non-tax mid-level. We opened up the biannual exception. Daryl Morey hit right away. As soon as free agency started, he did not wait. He had his eyes on two targets, three actually, and got them done. By the way, Trevlin Queen, if you've been watching the, the Summer League, there's a possibility he could even crack you know, the, the roster. He looks more athletic and, and more agile and able to knock down some shots and move in transition more than what we have. We need options, man. We need depth how this team gets better you got to have guys fighting for opportunities you got to have guys who are willing to you know put it out you know all out on the line and you need guys that are are gonna fight man that's what we were missing in the playoffs we didn't have that we did not have that so i think we've uh think we've upgraded in that area for sure Julian says, I called in, couldn't get through. Call into the show, guys, 508-924-3784. We'll take a few more callers if anybody wants to chime in on the Harden situation. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll keep dropping the videos, going live, covering it as we always do, man. Callers have been great as of late. Shout out to all the channel members up in the building as well. Seth Rowe, Collins, 85, what's going on? RJ up in here. Shout out to everybody supporting the channel as well, man. Sean, appreciate it. Exactly, Eric. He says, if we make moves, you, you complain, and if we stand pat, you complain. Exactly. People are never happy, man. Got to take baby steps before you, you know, take massive leaps. It's what happens. It's what happens, man. It's what happens. So. By the way, if you guys were watching the Summer League game, like I said, Daryl Morey was sitting courtside, okay? He was sitting courtside watching Isaiah Joe go out and do his thing. Look at this. Look at this snapshot. Look at Daryl Morey, man. Right behind Isaiah Joe. He's watching him. He's saying, yo, Doc. Doc, we need to get this guy in the rotation, man. We need to get him in the rotation. That's what I like to see. That's what I like to see. Back to the phones we go. Let's go to the 215. 215. Who do we have on the line? What's going on? Yo, yo. Yo, what's good? Yo, what's up? Was good. 
good. How you feeling? Wait, wait, wait. Hello? Hello? Yeah. How are you feeling? Um, I think it was good. It's a good signing. All right. It's a good, I think it's a good signing. All right. I appreciate it. Let's go to the next one. Two, three, nine, two, three, nine on the line. What's going on? Hey, what's up, man? What's up, man? How you feeling? Pretty good, man. I think, um, I think this, uh, I think the Philly team going to be pretty good, man. Um, I think Harden's going to do well. Um, I want to remind people, yeah, he did have a grade two hamstring strain uh, after his playoff exit against the Bucks. Yep. Usually yep. that takes two months to, you know, get over. But he tried to play on it, which probably delayed his healing, right? So, yep. you know, he tries to come back next year. He can't, re- you know, train the way he wants to because he has to let the muscle heal up. Yep. Unfortunately, Kyrie decided not to play, so he had to, like, jump in and do, like, 30, 40 minutes a game or whatever. But I think the team is good. You don't necessarily need like a big name star, uh, three headed monster or whatever. You could try to build your team like the Bucks. You know, you have a Giannis, you have Embiid, right? Yep. Um, Embiid will have to challenge Giannis for the best player in in the world for sure. Um, you can have a, almost like a second tier star because Middleton is not like a top five guy, but he's good in clutch moments and in certain moments. And then you have a Holiday with a bunch of really great role players. So I think I think we can be good if Maxi takes a step up and Embiid puts on another MVP performance, challenges Giannis to be the best player in the world, and Harden just goes back to his first year in Brooklyn with a couple, few more pieces, maybe a Morris. If we're able to flip Bible into Gordon, I yep. think we can challenge for a title. Hey, appreciate the call, man. Great, great take right there. Great take. I agree with the caller. Um, you know, we've we've made the marginal incremental improvements. We've gotten better. We can say that. If you don't think we've gotten better, I don't know if you're paying close attention. Look at where we were at last year. Look at what we are sitting at right now. I think we've gotten better. And as we all know, the key is essentially will Joel Embiid and, and James Harden be healthy? Will they play up to par? I, I don't even think we cracked the surface of what those two can be. I think we saw a glimpse of it early on. I think people are really sleeping on the fact of that lethal pick and roll. As long as those guys are executing, as long as they're healthy, I think there's a lot more we can see with those two, man. It's like having the door, but it's not fully unlocked yet. It's not opened all the way. I think I think there's a lot more that will, will come out of that bag, man. Especially with Tyrese Maxey sitting there, you know, on the wing. Waiting to cut, waiting to take the ball. I mean, we have a lot of options, man. I think it's going to be good. I really do. Back to the phones we go. 803. 803, what's going on? Who do we have on the line? 803, what's going on? 803. Wasn't ready. Wasn't ready. We'll go to the 267. 267, who's on the line? Two six seven. What's good? Two six seven. What's good? Going once. Going twice. Wasn't ready. 
Nobody's ready nowadays, man. I'm calling on you guys. I'm popping on them. Come on, man. You're calling to the show. Be ready. Be ready with your take, man. Come on now. All right, back to the 803. 803. What's going on? You're on the line. Yo, what's going on? Who do we have? I think James Harden going to come back in shape next season. All right. But I think we need to trade Tobias Harris. Uh, all right. Who who do you think we should get for Tobias? If we could do a, a deal with the Kings, that should be good. I, I just don't know if it makes you incrementally better, though. I mean, if you're talking about a Harrison Barnes, which I guess it would have to likely be. Yeah, Harrison I just don't, Barnes. Yeah, I, I don't know if that puts us over the top, though, or if it gives us more than Tobias, but maybe it does. Or try to get Eric Gordon. Hey, I, th- I, think you, I think we're actively trying to get Eric Gordon, but I just don't know if it's going to happen. I really think that James Harden is going to be back Brooklyn with James Harden next season. I hope so. I hope so. We need it, man. We need it, man. Appreciate the call. Shout out to uh, Seth with the $2 donation. He says Pat Bev would be perfect RB or him and Morris. Well, Morris brother would be great. I could see us going after a Morris brother on a minimum contract now, especially with their, with Markeith's rumored interests per the video yesterday. Definitely check that out. Um, Yeah, man, I could see that. I could see that. Plus, they're from the Philly area. They want to, you know, come back to the hometown. I could see it for sure. I could see it for sure. All right, we'll go one more call, and we'll uh, we'll wrap this one up. Shout out to everybody who's in here, man. 270 in the house. Hit the thumbs up button. Hit the like right now, man. Let's push this content around. Be sure to subscribe if you have not yet. Appreciate everybody being in here supporting the channel, man. Shout out to everybody in here, man. Left on a shot. By the way, Isaiah Joe, like I said, he was balling, man. 24 points, four assists, two steals, and seven threes in the summer league. Can you talk about a guy we need? We need him, man. Come on. All right, let's go to Allentown, 484. 484, who's on the line? RB, what's good, man? This is Terrence, man. Hey, Terrence, how you doing, man? All right, man. Yo, it's good to see. I see your shows blowing up, man. That's good because you work, you work hard, man. I'm in Puerto Rico now. Like you were my only access to Sixers stuff for a minute until I got set up with with my my TV and everything. So, um, but I, I wanted to say that like everything with uh with the moves that Maury's doing is good, and we can expect. The, uh, Markeith Morris to come in too, and that's going to make them real solid in the back, man. So they stop getting pushed around and stuff. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I I 100% agree. I think we need those type of players, man. I think we need those tough guys who who won't get pushed around so easily. I think that's what happened in the playoffs, and we had nobody with resistance. We had nobody to push back, man. Yeah, I mean, even really like Joel wasn't even really standing up. You know what I'm saying? You yep. know. He, if he if he's mentioning that he needs somebody to stand up, that means that he doesn't he doesn't see himself standing up. So now they got some now they got somebody that can help with that. But they do need to play Paul Reed 
he needs to get that dude in the game, man, because he just makes stuff happen. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he plays yeah. hard, man. He's always finding a way to get himself yeah, involved, and, man. Right. And 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 Isaiah Isaiah Joe, his his jumper is sweet, man. That, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Doc, mm-hmm. Doc, if Doc if Doc holds those dudes back this season, we're not going to be able to get that chip. Yeah. So if yeah. if Doc if Doc's gonna have to look around and let them boys play, or else Doc's not gonna be there after this season. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a hot hot seat type of year for Doc. I do. I think this is the time you got to get over the hump, man. And if he can't do it or or motivate us to get over that hump, um, then you could see a new coach next year. Honestly. Yeah, he, he got. He just needs to. He needs to trust them young dudes, man. I mean. Yeah. You look at other teams, man, they, they let those dudes play. Like, we got to let them play. Yep. Yep, I agree, man. Hey, Terrence from PR, appreciate it, man. Great call, man. Great call to end us off. Great call, man. Shout out to all the callers. Always stepping up, coming through, supporting the show, man. That's, that's awesome. Tuning in from PR, man. We're all around the globe, baby. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Big sights, man. Big visions, for sure. For sure, man. But um, essentially how I'm feeling, man, about this James Harden, if you're just somehow tuning in now, uh, I think this was a great deal. I talked about why I think, you know, every way possible that this, you know, could have worked out and been optimized. I think it was. I think James Harden showed that he is being selfless. I think he's trying to make the team better. And ultimately, I think that, we got better because of it. And, you know, we got to hope that he comes back and is healthy and looks solid again. If he doesn't, we'll be in trouble. But I think a, a full off season of work, a full off season to really mesh with these guys is going to do us wonders. And, uh, you know, I think it's going to, I think it's going to work out well, man. So ultimately the Sixers just got to keep getting better. Now, you know, this is what, one of the main dominoes that we've been waiting to see. And as long as it gets finalized in this manner, it, it you know, teams we know where we're going, right? It seems this is going to be close to uh, the core that we have, the close to the team that we have. And now we can make a few minor improvements if we please, as long as we stay under that hard cap, man. But once again, shout out to everybody, man. Appreciate all for coming through today. Nice little show, man. Talking about the James Harden news. Once again, shout out to Isaiah Joe as well. Getting it done in summer league. We'll keep you up to date with that. It's it's really a dry time right now. There's not much going on, but um this James Harden thing was a huge, huge domino, man. Huge domino. Also, once again, if you have not yet, please go ahead and uh go check out the Instagram page, guys. We'll be doing a giveaway soon. We also have a members giveaway coming either this week or next week. So follow the Instagram page at Philly Take with RB, man. Follow me on Twitter at RB Philly Take. Check me out. Come connect with me over there. Let's talk. Let's do the thing, man. Appreciate everybody coming through. And uh, as always, man, we'll be keeping you up to date. Shout out to everybody for supporting the channel and supporting the stream, man. That's all I got on this one, man. That's all I got. Harden signs a two-year deal, takes a massive pay cut, and the Sixers get better because of it. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Reeling us in, baby. Keep it going. We'll keep on 
staying up to date with it all, man. But shout out to everybody for coming through. Hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend. Be safe. And as always, man, you guys have a beautiful night. Hit the like button on your way out. Or if you're watching this on the second time around, also available on all the audio platforms. And I'll catch you guys on the next one, man. Peace.